Hello, my friend. You are going to die, just like me. And that is great news because it makes life very valuable. <laughs> what up, guys? My name is Casper at Casper's Focus. They call me the Breathwork Biohacker. And today I want to talk to you about one of my favorite practices for self-evolution ever. And this is what I call microdosing death. It is creating little moments in the day and in your life in general that remind you that life is finite. And for some people, this is a depressing thought. Life is going to end. I'm going to die. I don't want to die. I want to keep holding on to life and all these things. It creates a lot of suffering. So for me, if fear of death is a big thing, which it used to be for me, I was very anxious. I had panic disorders. I would lay awake at night listening to my heart palpitations, thinking I was going to die. And I just wanted to hold on to life. I was so afraid. And one of the reasons it was so difficult for me to face this is because I wasn't living in a way that was deeply fulfilling to me. So microdosing death, remembering that you are going to die on a daily basis, will help you gain clarity on what is most important to you. And in the Stoic philosophy, uh, they call this practice memento mori, remember you will die. And this is so powerful because the only reason that life has any value is because there is a scarcity of life. There's a limited amount of time and life isn't going to be forever. And we don't know when we are going to die. This is such an incredible uh, variable that we get to use as inspiration for our life if we choose to do so. So the whole idea about microdosing death, about memento mori, is to consciously create a practice where you remind yourself of your impending death, which sounds very intense if I say it that way, but that's basically what it is. You see, if you would live forever, life wouldn't have the value it had now. And it's really a powerful practice for me to snap myself into the present moment. Like, for example... What is life really about? For me, it is spending time with loved ones. It is being around my children. Uh, but then do I also do other stuff? Yeah, I also do other stuff. I sometimes scroll on my phone for way too long. And sometimes I have a hard time snapping myself out of it. But then if I give myself that reality check of like, hey, Casper, you're going to die, man. It's going to be over. And it might be soon. Stop doing this mind-numbing nonsense and be here with your kids. This is what it's about. And the fact that I have a limited amount of time, that we all have a limited amount of time, makes those moments so incredibly precious. So it is a simple practice of a few different questions. The first question is, and you can ask this in the morning or in the evening, let's do the morning one first. The question is, what if this would be my last day? Now, if you think, what if this would be my last day? You might be like, oh, I'm emptying all of my bank accounts <laughs> and I'm going to just like smoke and drink and whatever it is and and then uh, life ends and uh, at least I will have one day of partying. Well, that's not the way we should be thinking about this. And this is why we actually use, why I use in, in my practice, I use um, different uh, time frames. So what if today would be my last day? What if next week I knew I was going to die? What if I would die a year from now? But also, what if I would die 100 years from now? And if you can think about what would I do if I only had one more day to live or a month to live or 100 years to live, how can you align those? So how can you live today with the intensity, with the presence, with the awareness as though it would be your last? How can you live today in a way where everything you do is aligned with your true purpose? Because that's really what it does. This is really what um, inviting this question of 
what would I do with my last few days if I knew when my life was going to end and it will be soon? This really gives you a super sharp and clear focus on the things that are most important to you. And how much time in your day do you really spend on doing the things that are most important to you currently? Right? So this practice can really help amplify the intensity of living. In the morning, ask yourself, what if today would be my last? How would I look at my loved ones? How would I greet a stranger? How would I um, be in relation to social media or to all of the uh, thoughts that I have that are self-defeating? Right? Would I really spend my last day hating myself or, or reaffirming all of my self-doubt? Or would I really choose to stand in this one day and be like, now, today, I'm going to live all out? And can you take something of that into your day? doesn't mean you actually have to live your day like it's your last. But to take the messages that come from asking this question from this meditation and ask, how can I use this to create a day that I can look back on and be, wow, if this was my last day, I'd be proud of myself. So another moment to ask these kinds of questions is in the evening. And of course, there's two ways to do it. Um, two things that it brings me, I should say. One is at the end of the day, look back and go, okay, so what if this would have been my last day? What if now it would have been over? And then you look back at the day and that the whole of your life, like your entire life, and you can and you ask, could I now die peacefully? Could I now die with a feeling of, yes, I have lived this life, this was my life, it was fulfilling. <sighs> I'll close my eyes and that'll be the last time. Now, this question, this practice in the evening brings up a very few interesting things. It might be that you get a yes. You're like, yeah, that was a good life. I did it. I did the damn thing. <laughs> I lived all out. Everything was there for a reason. And now <sighs> I'm closing off. To me, this is the ultimate way of closing the mental tabs in my mind. Because I'm the kind of person who lays awake at night and ruminates and thinks about all kinds of things. If I can ask myself, hey, could I look back at my entire life so far and just close it off, just be like, well, that was it. It's the end, <laughs> right? Um, I'm going to close my eyes and, and die, potentially, right? If I can get a yes to that, my sleep is so much better. And if in that question anything comes up that makes me feel like I'm not ready to close off my life, then I have to deal with that. I have to look at that and go like, okay, so which of the things do I need to resolve in my life? For example, there might be conflicts going, there might be things that are unspoken, things you haven't achieved yet, there might be uh, things that are really important for you to still do before you die. And then, of course, if that comes up in the evening and you realize, looking back at your life, like, wait, there's a few things I've been missing, that creates a super high clarity for the next day when you wake up to make sure that in that day you maybe start to work on getting that achievement or you start to implement certain qualities of whatever you still want to develop into that day already. Right? So it amplifies life. It might also be that you look back at life and you see things that you cannot change anymore. Right, So something has happened to you, somebody's done something to you, you've fallen uh, out with someone, you have a conflict, and these things can't be changed anymore. And maybe these are things that can't even be resolved anymore. Then, if you look back at life and you ask, what if today would be my last, could I die peacefully, and you get a no because of something that has already happened and you cannot change, then it means that that thing is controlling your life. If you couldn't die peacefully with that thing having happened in your life, it means that that thing has an influence on your life. 
and it makes it very clear which things get to be resolved. So let's say you walk around with a certain trauma from your childhood or something really heavy that happened to you and you're still suffering from it and you're like, no, I can't die peacefully because that thing happened. Well, then you get to go on a healing journey and start to really ask yourself, what can I do? How can I think differently? How can I maybe accept what has happened in a way where I can see it in the grand scheme of things? Um, can I be grateful for this thing that happened? Did I learn anything from it? Did I get any gifts from it, right? If you reach a point of acceptance of that and you go, well, I can't change it, but I can fully accept it. And having accepted it, I can now close my eyes and go to sleep peacefully. Well, how would that change your life? Wouldn't that make life very different if all the things that have happened in your past, all the things uh, that were difficult for you to deal with that you haven't accepted yet could be accepted and lead to you seeing that your entire life was exactly as it is for a reason maybe or was exactly as it is and you're grateful for it or you're willing to accept it this would really change something right so this is the way that i practice this is i use the meditation of death the the remembering that i'm going to die as a way to improve every moment that i do have to live because death is the one thing that connects us all in the end, right? And until that moment comes, we still can make choices. And we're living in this beautiful physical form, this magnificent biological vessel, and we get to make these choices. And asking this question really helps. And then lastly, one thing that I find super fascinating to do is to use the breath also to microdose death, to create mini moments of remembering I'm going to die. And every time you do a breath hold, for example, you're body has a moment, a little microdose of death because you're supposed to be breathing all day long. And as soon as you stop breathing, your body starts to kind of remember how important it is to breathe. And as you meditate on death or you have maybe asked this question of like, hey, what if today would be my last? What if tomorrow? What if this would be my last year, for example? Um, and then you hold your breath and you feel your body remember that it might die you feel your body want to live the desire to live is connected to your breath because you are completely dependent on breathing for living right so if you find yourself waking up in the morning and you're a bit depressed and you don't know how to go about your day and you go like well actually i, I hope life would end and i've been there a lot of people feel this way and just the mental meditation of asking what would i do if i would die doesn't really do it for you then maybe go into the body feel the microdose of death in your body you breathe all the way in and you hold it you don't force it you don't make it as long as possible you just hold it and you feel your body remember that it wants to live because your desire to <sighs> to do that and to breathe or after an exhale you can do the same you all the way in and then out and then you hold again at some point your body will say hey breathe now, this is your biology. This is millions of cells in your body remembering that they want to live. This is the drive for life. This is the life force, life's force in your body saying, hey, let's keep this thing going. All right. So there's so many incredible ways to practice this. And it, there's so much that I get out of it for myself. Um, and lastly, I briefly uh, referenced this a few minutes ago. Um, what if you were to live another 100 years? No matter how old you are, just imagine what if you would live another 100 years? And then you combine that with the other answers. So for example, if there's anything you would do differently 
tomorrow if tomorrow would be your last day or if you would do anything differently tomorrow if you knew you had three months to live for example and you take the information that comes from there you could say like i would be more present i would make different choices i would speak my truth more um i would spend more time with my loved ones right now if you take that and you look at the 100 year version of that how amazing would your life be if you would get to do that for another 100 years and also of course just like I said in the beginning, if your first thought is, oh, I'm going to die tomorrow, so I'm just going to uh, <laughs> whatever, drink and fuck and do all the crazy shit and spend all my money. Um, if that kind of an answer came up, then it's really good to ask, okay, 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 so maybe it's not your last day, but let's say you had another 100 years. Which choices that you would make on that last day would actually be sustainable for creating a profound and fulfilling life? over the course of 100 years. So this really helps kind of change your perspective on the choices you make throughout the day, on the things you make important, and the people you spend your time with, and how you spend your time in general with your life, all right? So that's microdosing death. I'm really curious to hear if you have any experience with this practice, please drop a comment below, or if you have any questions, I'd love to hear them. Make sure to like this video, follow the page, and I'll see you next time. Hopefully, if this wasn't really your last day, in which case, make it a good one. <laughs> and I'll see you next time. Peace out.